Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Who is January Jones? She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now let me ask you a question. Tell me, are you a beautiful woman? Well, if you're not, do you know some beautiful women? Well, we certainly all know beautiful women. Tell me, do you know what it means to be the invisible man? Yes, invisible. And have you ever wanted to know more about what it's like being a hit man? <laughs> yes, you heard me right. Would you like to learn why hit men do not have long-term relationships? <laughs> they probably get hit right back. Can you imagine confusing lust for love? Oh, yes, I can imagine that. Now, have you ever heard about a book called The Beautiful Woman Syndrome and the Invisible Man? Or better yet, would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers that we're looking for today? Now, are you ready to learn how to be successful and how to create a terrific long-term relationship? Today I will be introducing you to my guest. This is the first time he is on the show, and he will provide us with wonderful, informative, and inspirational lessons and some really, really great advice for both women and men. I'm pleased to announce that this show is now live, talk for media, and syndicated on iHeartRadio Talk with over 55 million subscribers. We are archived 24-7 for your listening pleasure at iHeartRadio. Now it's time for you to sit back and relax as you enter the no-wine zone. Pour yourself a glass of wine, get some cheese and crackers, and enjoy our show. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Retiring after 45 years of practice in tax law, our guest has devoted himself to music and the theater. His teaching as a visiting professor at Bolt Hall School of Law 
University of California, Berkeley, and other countries bring special perspective to his writing now that he's retired. A cabaret singer heard some of his work and motivated our guest to write that first musical, Answer the Call. Additional experiences and getting to know people led to the development of Butterfly and the musical Sophia that we're going to be talking about today. My guest writes under the pseudonym of Jake Kelly with his latest book entitled The Beautiful Woman Syndrome and the Invisible Man. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show Michael Anston. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? It is a pleasure. And uh, welcome to you, Jane. <laughs> okay. Let's start a little bit, since this is a show about success stories. Could you just give us a little background on where your success story began and who your early mentors in life were? I uh, started in the Beverly Hills school system, uh-huh. uh, and I was the student conductor of the orchestra. I went to high school. They uh, put me on fast track for college, and when I got to college, I wasn't doing music anymore, but I heard that Roger Wagner, of the Roger Wagner Chorale, uh-huh. was uh, conducting the a cappella choir, oh. and I joined the a cappella choir, and oh. pulled me out and uh, for the local performances I sang as part of the Roger Wagner Chorale. Uh, I couldn't go into music, because at that point I didn't have any uh, skills in my instruments anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was inter- uh, inducted into the uh, music honorary fraternity called Phi Alpha uh, Sinfonia mm-hmm. as the only non-music major inducted. Oh, wow. Uh, I went to law school, and I practiced law uh, casually playing the piano. When I retired, I wanted to go back to music. Mm-hmm. So I joined a choir, and the maestra of that choir... Uh, referred me at my request to uh, a piano teacher. Uh-huh. <laughs> that piano teacher asked me what I wanted to learn. And I said I wanted to learn classical music again. And I wanted to be able to pick up the great show music, lead sheets, and play it. Mm-hmm. And I can teach you both. Would you consider composing? Have you ever thought about that? And I said, well, I've written three textbooks and <laughs> numerous times over, over, over 45 years but I've never written outside of my field. And he told me what he would like me to try. I came back with lyrics, and he said, you did that just right. Now we need a melody. And I said, no. And at that moment, in my head, was the music for that set of lyrics. And I sang it to him. Okay. (laughs) And from then on, uh, very, very quickly, I I was so into it, uh, maybe every week I had a new song. Uh-huh. Uh, I found an orchestrator at my piano teacher's recommendation, mm-hmm. and he set um, on his uh, digital piano, a digitizer, he created the songs into a recorded format. Uh, I got a professional demo singer, and she went with me to the uh, recording studio, and we put the songs into a CD. Okay. And while I was... Um, meeting with a very close friend, uh, architect and sculptor. Uh, He brought his wife along, the cabaret singer that you mentioned in the introduction, and she listened to three of the songs off my computer, and she said, this is a musical. Ah. I came Ah. home, and a week later I was at a soccer game, and instead of paying attention to my grandson, I had an epiphany, and when I got home, I wrote out in five hours the script for my first musical. In five hours. In five hours. <laughs> of course, I, it wasn't finished, but yeah. I worked on yeah. it. In the meantime, I composed the rest of the songs and spotted them in the script. And um, as things went along, I found a director, and he suggested some changes in the script, which I did. We had a stage reading, uh-huh. and the two kids who were in that musical called me, uh, one of the, the older one called about a week later and said, um, I'm in the summer program at a theater camp. And mm-hmm. I showed my director the script and I let him have the CD and he wants you to call him. He wants to direct that play. Okay. It was then performed 
And the star of that play came to me after the closing and said, how would you like your play to run in New York? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think that happens very often. No, said, of no. Course, of course, you know, how high do you want me to jump? Yeah. And he contacted this guy in New York and mm-hmm. gave me the phone number uh, 10 days later. I uh, called him, and by then I had written Butterfly. Okay. was the answer the call. Uh-huh. When I talked to him and he said, well, I need to see the script and hear the CD, uh-huh. I said, well, I have a second one, Butterfly. He said, well, send me that one, too. Uh-huh. And uh, a couple of weeks later, he called me. Said the second one is a hundred times better than the first one. Okay, That's the one I want to run. Oh. Butterfly, and that ran. And while that was being done, I finished Sophia. Uh-huh. Like Sophia, and he ran that in New York and then Los Angeles, and it went back to New York a year ago. Now it's eighteen months, and ran at the Mid- uh, Manhattan Midtown International Theater Festival. How exciting! Five plays a year, uh, uh-huh. every other year, and mine was mm-hmm. once was selected in Sophia. Uh-huh. My, back to my piano teacher, um, he said, I came to your play when I played in Los Angeles. I think it's a story that you ought to put into a book. And he kept uh. um, harassing me. <laughs> and I said, all right. And so I then wrote the book, and I started that last uh, winter uh, uh-huh. in 2014, and I got it finished in um, August, September, and then it took a while through Amazon to get it uh, uh-huh. into final form, and so here it is. Oh, well, what a wonderful success story that you're sharing with us. And I uh, want to share with my listeners that I took the time today and sat down and read uh, Michael's book, which is written under his pseudonym, Jake Kelly. The book is brilliant. I loved it. Uh, it w- included in the book is the script from Sophia. And Michael, you are a brilliant lyricist, and it brought me, la- I had, I laughed out loud reading the lyrics. And it brought back memories of some of the musicals I grew up with, Rodgers and Hammerstein. I think uh, it's so amazing to hear lyrics and read lyrics that actually make sense. (laughs) Well, you're very sweet to be so complimentary. Oh, well, I'm sharing just how I truly, truly feel about uh, your musicals. And I'm looking forward, I hope someday, to go to watch and listen to one. You know, we're going to take a break and hear from our sponsors. And when we come back with uh, Michael slash Jake, we're going to talk about his book, The Beautiful Woman Syndrome and The Invisible Man. We'll be right back. Extraordinary People, Real Life Lessons on What It Takes to Achieve Success is a brand new book by business columnist Scott Smith with 21 profiles of famous people who achieved mega success and how they did it, providing lessons for anyone in any career. The subjects include author Anne Rice, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings, music producer Quincy Jones, and Olympic athlete Jackie Joyner-Kersey. Check out ExtraordinaryPeopleBook.com for a sample chapter and to order. That's ExtraordinaryPeopleBook.com. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shalt Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Wine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. Welcome back with my guest, the author of The Beautiful Woman Syndrome and the Invisible Man. 
Michael slash Jake. What now tell us after interviewing over 200 women and sharing my thoughts with numerous psychiatrists and psychologists who confirmed your hypothesis, this book had to be written. And when you started this book, how long did it take to write the book? I started it uh, about the end of February of 2014, oh. and I finished it in um, August, September. Okay, so it's just a new book that's just out. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about the title, The Beautiful Woman Syndrome and the Invisible Man, Dud, Dreamboat, or Date. How did you come up with such a great title? The uh, Beautiful Woman Syndrome was the easy part. Because <laughs> okay. that's what, as I interviewed so many of these uh, ladies who were very vocal, very willing to share, mostly out of the frustration mm-hmm. that the syndrome produces. Um, it was clear that it, it had to be that part. The Invisible Man came from actually my piano teacher uh-huh. who uh, had his own history as a person who was uh, divorced and very uh, gun-shy of having uh-huh. a relationship. Sure. Right. As, as we had conversations about that, he said, well, I'm one of those invisible men. Mm-hmm. And it hit me that it's exactly what is wrong in uh-huh. the development of a relationship where a beautiful woman doesn't even see the invisible man. That's why he's invisible. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics that you were commenting about in the song, The Invisible Man, she sings, that's Sophia, my radar is off, I don't even see. And, you know, another subtitle for your book actually could be How to Meet Mr. Right instead of Mr. Wrong. Um, now, when you talk about hitman, the invisible man is one type of man, the uh, more ideal. And then there's the hitman. How do women need to learn to level the playing field and understand what the term hitman means? The, the hitman is the... Um, more assertive part of the male humanity mm-hmm. who's going to approach and cause an encounter with the beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. What I learned in high school from a number of the gals I talked to there, the really good-looking ones didn't always have dates. The ones mm-hmm. who weren't quite as dramatically attractive always had dates. And I tried to explore with both groups, mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and what was going on was the beautiful women had to wait, that was my vintage, had to uh-huh. wait till the phone rang. Uh-huh. While the less attractive developed skill sets in ways to get the phone to ring. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful mm-hmm. women, well, I'm beautiful, I, I'll just, somebody will call. Yeah. And many Friday or Saturday nights, they, nobody calls. Um, oh. The effort I make in the book is for the beautiful women to recognize that I've categorized 11 types of these people I call hitmen, Uh the kind of people who are going to cause an encounter, whether it's at a um, political meeting or in a classroom in college or uh, at work or whatever, Mm -hmm. they're going to overcome the natural inhibitions that men have, as do women, not to start the conversation. They're going to start it. And there are groups in categories, as the Milton Berle once said, there are really only seven jokes. Everything else <laughs> is a variation. <laughs> yeah. There are essentially 11 hit lines, types of hitmen. Uh-huh. And then they use varying lines to get the conversation started or to uh, promote having a uh, conversation in a relationship. But they're not after the woman. They're after no. the sex. Okay. The woman's so they, providing that. They're, 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 these, they're not looking for long-term relationships. They're looking for one-night stands? Or two-night stands, but they're not <laughs> looking for a long-time relationship. So okay. These women, when I would interview them, they would tell me that they're having successive, frequent, what they use the word relationships, but I uh-huh. use the word encounters. Uh-huh. And when the guy was satisfied, it was gone. And yeah. 
and their self-esteem was really down because they figured it had to be them. There was something wrong with them. Uh-huh. When the problem was, it's the wrong guy. Yeah. yeah. What she wants, what the woman wants, is nurturing and caring and support and comfort. And the guy's there to provide that only so long as he can get her in bed. And yeah. He's gone. Mm-hmm. And are these hitmen usually good-looking guys, or could they be anyone? They could be anyone, but if we were looking, uh, you know, again, this is anecdotal, so uh-huh. statistically I'm sort of making it up, but the great majority of the hitmen are good-looking, assertive, uh, not necessarily a hunk, but could be, uh-huh. um, and they're uh, physically attractive enough that the uh, beautiful woman thinks, well, you know, this is a this is a game I'm willing to play. Okay, and uh, what the real game is. And beautiful women come up with expressions that define hit men, such as "he really cares about me," "he's really sweet and kind to me," "he shares his feelings," "I'm close to him," "he's so much fun to be with," "he's such a gentleman." So they really wow these gals, don't they? Absolutely. They're yeah. in in the sense of the animal kingdom. They're a chameleon. Uh huh. Okay. They fit after they have found out, and they've become very skilled finding out what is it that the woman has in her priority of needs, uh-huh. and he fits it. Oh yeah, and it's really the you write about it being the curse of beautiful women that they seem to attract these type of men. And they don't have any problem meeting them, do they? Not at all, because no. they're, the men are causing the encounter. Okay. The invisible man doesn't do that. Okay, tell us about he, the invisible man. He figures in advance mm-hmm. that he's going to get rejected because he sees with whom the beautiful woman is having contact and encounters. Uh-huh. He is uh, expecting her to be ditzy, stereotyped, ditzy, mm-hmm. daffy, self-interested, narcissistic, high-maintenance. <coughs> mm-hmm. And he figures, she's not going to talk to me anyway. Why even start? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so not, he's not, she, the beautiful woman is not invisible to him, but he's invisible to the beautiful woman because okay. she's responding or defending herself against the hitmen, the guys who are causing the encounters. Oh, okay. And she overlooks, she doesn't see the invisible man, does she? She doesn't see that guy or the group of guys and mm-hmm. doesn't recognize that these are the people who are, as I call them, the good guys. It doesn't <laughs> mean a hitman isn't a good guy. Uh-huh. But the great majority of them are not there to be a good guy. They're there to accomplish their objective and move on. The invisible man is always looking for a relationship, for uh, not that uh, he isn't looking for sex, too. Uh, as I say in the book, sex is good and good sex is great. And that's if that's what you're after, you're lusting, great. But if you're after a relationship, you need to learn the techniques that are put into the book about how the woman can develop the skill set to attract or to cause the encounter with that invisible good guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, I love the way uh, the book flows, and you've created uh, Jake Kelly, and he is a a psychologist at UCLA, and he uh, shares the story of meeting these women and all the stories they tell him, and he becomes kind of a mentor for some of the beautiful women, helping them identify these hitmen in their lives. And... uh, just share with me, like, what what would one of the hitmen, what would you call the first one? Uh, well, we have the Boy Scout. Okay. They're always able to help. And uh, a woman can appreciate that. A man would appreciate it from a woman. But he's there to help, and that's his technique to come into her life. And the result as she becomes more and more comfortable with his helping and his being there and whatever, uh-huh. he uh, scores. Mm-hmm. 
is off to the next woman he can help. Since and, he's not and, there really to help her, he's there to use helpfulness to acquire his objective. Okay, and then he's off to uh, uh, find someone else. You also write about the buddy, and the buddy hit lines were amazing, such as, you can always talk to me, I'm a good listener, try me, you can use my shoulder, I've got all day, let's talk, I'm not judgmental. So these are some of the best lines I've heard in a long time uh, for someone who wanted to be my buddy, right? Absolutely. And, and I worry a little, having written the book, that the hip men are going to pick up the book and, oh. and uh, polish their skills. <laughs> well, my gosh, you know what? If I were you, I would worry about that because, <laughs> you know, you, you think about it and you read some of these lines and, you know, most women when they uh, uh, look back on their life, guess what? They've, guess what? They've heard all these lines, haven't they? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yes, and whether they're the beautiful woman or they develop the skill set to cause the encounter themselves, they start, the second group starts getting these hit lines too. Uh-huh. Yeah. But where they have the skill set, they can make the decision and using the word of control. They're in control. They can say, hey, this guy isn't for me because I can see what he is selling, and I don't want that. I don't want to buy that. And it, so when the beautiful woman reads the book and learns how to cause the encounter, then she mm-hmm. can be like the professional baseball player who goes to the Hall of Fame. If he gets three hits out of ten, it means he failed seven times. Beautiful woman shouldn't be looking at this as failure. She should be looking at it as I practice the piano. You're practicing. You only yeah. need to get one out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> so if you practice, you're going to get better and better at it, just like the hitmen do, as they polish their techniques. The beautiful woman polishes her technique, and maybe, and I think more likely, she will have the same success that one of the four beautiful women of my time, uh, Sophia Loren, oh, yes. married Carlo Ponti. Carlo Ponti was 5'7", five, 5'8", five, 250 pounds. Bald with a Roman mm-hmm. hook nose. Mm-hmm. And here this incredibly beautiful woman had her lifetime with him. There was a good guy. He wasn't a hunk. He wasn't the uh, assertive hitman type of guy. Mm-hmm. But that was a part of the uh, motivation, from my point of view, of establishing the hypothesis and then uh, by... Um, interviewing so many of these ladies. Well, you know, I just finished reading uh, the biography of Sophia Loren, and her courtship with Carlo Ponti was, it took a long time to uh, come to fruition, and it was very romantic. He was truly looking out for her, and, you know, they became friends. Like, now they became best friends. What do you say about that if someone feels like a buddy could be their best friend? it is more likely Mm. to be real if the woman causes the encounter rather than the man. Ah, okay. 
So you want her to take control. And, you know, that is a great suggestion. And another suggestion, we're going to hear from some sponsors. And we'll be right back with uh, Jake and Mike. Where does all the money go? Surely you should have more to show for all the work you do. And what about the future? Heck, what about next week? Chris Miles to the rescue. Chris is a cash flow expert and the financial advocate for the entrepreneur with a reputation of getting his clients fast, life-altering results right now, not 25 to 40 years from now. Let Chris Miles show you how to quickly free up and create more cash flow with results you can enjoy today, not tomorrow. Visit MoneyRipples.com. That's MoneyRipples.com. Visit today, not tomorrow. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems? People who have fearlessly shared their stories, their struggles, and their successes? People who have priceless personalities? In my new book, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, I am honored to be able to share with you people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, starting over, self-esteem, and workplace issues. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They will amaze, amuse, and even astonish you. You will adore getting to meet them at Amazon.com. My book is now available, two-for-one, paperback and Kindle editions. And I'm pleased to announce that Priceless Personalities is now also available at audible.com for your listening pleasure. We're back with my wonderful guest, Michael Anton, and he's a professor of law, attorney of law, graduated from Bolt Hall School of Law, Berkeley, and UCLA. It's wonderful to have you on the show, Michael. Could you share with my listeners right now your website and share with them how they can buy this wonderful book. Uh, my website is Michael Anton, M-N-A-R capitalized, dot com. And on there is a, all of my uh, musical comedy plays, as well as a link with the book to Amazon and Kindle, so that one can order it from Amazon or Kindle, uh, depending on the uh, medium. Fantastic. Now, before we took the break, we were talking about hitmen, and you were suggesting that the best way to meet the love of your life is to take control. And what are some of the things that a woman can do to change her disappointing uh, results with hitmen? Uh, first, she needs to recognize the hitmen and as a game, maybe, uh, to make it a little more pleasurable. When she's being hit upon, she can think to herself, well, this is a Boy Scout, or this is one mm-hmm. of those, one of the 11. Yeah. And be gracious and move on. Whether it's at a social gathering, where there are a lot of folks, mm-hmm. she needs to take a look around the room and recognize there are a lot of guys there. Many of them are available, and many of them are not approaching her. And she needs to cause an approach. And one, which uh, I use in Sophia, when she sees George. Hi, George, are you enjoying yourself? Uh-huh. Or hi, if she doesn't know his name, are you enjoying yourself? Doesn't, uh-huh. doesn't take much to figure out how to start a conversation. Right. And once the conversation is started, she can, uh, I, you know, I'll see you later. I've got to go to the ladies' room. Mm-hmm. And she leaves him, goes, finds another one. Mm-hmm. So it's in the marketing sense, it's called working a room. <laughs> yeah. That's what she's doing. And she's and, practicing. As she does practice, she's going to find interesting men. Uh-huh. Yeah. Men who are not approaching her because she's beautiful and they want to enjoy her attributes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're receptive to her encounter because they know, they presumed, they made an assumption that 
she wasn't going to pay any attention to them, so why try? Well, here she is uh-huh. paying attention. Uh-huh, yeah. So now they can sparkle in the way that the personality allows, and she can uh-huh. decide whether uh, she likes that champagne or she wants to go off to something else. Okay, so we're encouraging uh, women to be, uh, I don't want to say aggressor, but encouraging them to make the first, uh, the first step, aren't we? Yeah, the word that has come into our vocabulary is proactive. Proactive, okay. <laughs> That's I a... suggest to people that the greeting that they give to somebody is not have a good day or in just past Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Make a good day. Make a great day. Mm-hmm. And that's what a woman needs to do. That's the skill set. Cause the development of the encounter so that you can find out if you want to have a relationship. Sure. Yeah. But if you are in control of that process, you don't have to wait for a phone call. Yeah. Now, now, why why is it that so many uh, beautiful women seem to confuse lust for love. They think everyone's in love with them right away, don't they? They certainly do, and they have developed that by being beautiful children. Ah, mm-hmm. All of us have some skills, some positive attributes. And when we get stroked for it, we tend to see that's an easier way, and we follow it. Mm-hmm. For a beautiful woman to be told she's a beautiful child and yeah. attractive, and she can milk it. Mm-hmm. Of course we would do that, every one of us. Yeah. So when yeah. she becomes an adult, she's using the physical attributes God has given mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. and finds responses. And the responses, unfortunately, are these guys, the hitmen. Yeah. And, you know, in my era, it was called flirting. <laughs> and, and women, young women became very good at flirting with young men. And a lot of these young men were too shy to be hit men. <laughs> and they were probably the ones you really wanted to uh, marry, weren't they? Sure. More likely. Yeah. You know, uh, and because I, my background is in law, I talk in probabilities. Mm-hmm. Absolutes seldom come along. Yeah. But probability, it's more likely than not that uh-huh. a woman is going to find her soulmate uh, more likely if she is causing the encounter than if she's waiting for the hitman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I like the term proactive more than flirting. It sounds. <laughs> It sounds like a more positive thing to do. Now, what uh, behaviors can these beautiful women change so that they can get a different result? The first thing you said was to actually start the encounter. Are there any other things you suggest they do? If a woman is interested in a relationship, Mm -hmm. for her to be proactive, to cause an encounter, she has to be in a situation where there are these invisible men. Mm-hmm. So where do you find them? Yeah, <laughs> good well, question. When they're invisible to you, you don't find them. But when uh-huh. you decide to look, then you'll see, and you'll see whether you're uh, at church, whether you're at school, whether you're at, uh, if you like uh, boats and you join the yacht club, they're there. Mm-hmm. If you like horses and you join the horse club, they're there. If you like cars and you join a car club, they're there. Uh If you like to be in charity, they're there. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. are everywhere. You don't see them because your radar is off. We've got to get that radar turned on. Oh, that's such good advice. And so many times you hear about people who have known each other for all their lives and then all of a sudden discover each other. And it's because the people are there all along and you just don't see them. And I think that term invisible is just the best term you could have come up with, Michael. You know, we're not going to be invisible because we're going to be visible about our sponsors. And when we come back with uh, Michael, we're going to talk about his musical, Sophia, and also what hitmen can learn from this book and what invisible men can learn. There's a lot to be had here. We'll be right back. 
Are you a fitness professional, a trainer, or a coach? Would you like consistent and timely updates on your team's performance? We have a completely customizable app that can give you real-time information via the internet or your handheld phone. Track the performance of your client's progress with their physical fitness regimen. Track team members' performance or schedule a workout session. Meet up at the gym, on the bike trail, or wherever your physical activities take you. The app is called Socially Fit or SoFit and can be found on the iTunes Store. Look for the blue Socially Fit icon. When combined with data analysis capabilities, you not only feel the effects of your fitness routine, you also see the graphical progress of your results. The app makes the complex simple, so that more of your time is spent sculpting your physique with less time tracking your results with old-fashioned pen and paper. Download it today to begin a new year with data to show your progress in meeting your goals. Are you socially fit? What is AATH? The Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor is a nonprofit, member-driven, international community of humor and laughter professionals and enthusiasts. AATH provides its members the education, cutting-edge resources, and supportive community they need to excel in the practice and promotion of healthy humor. AATH welcomes anyone who is interested in learning more about the application and benefits of therapeutic humor. Members include scholars, psychologists, counselors, nurses, social workers, physicians, educators, clergy, hospital clowns, and many others who incorporate humor in their life and work. AATH was created to disseminate information about humor and laughter, laughter play and well-being, provide a caring, supportive community of humor professionals and enthusiasts. Check out our AATH at www.aath.org today. It's a fantastic organization, and I highly recommend it to anyone out there looking to have a little humor in their life. We're visiting with Michael Anton and his wonderful book. Now, it's interesting. I have to have you back on the show, Michael, because there are 11 types of of hitmen, and we've really only had time to discuss the Boy Scout and Buddy. So eventually, we'll have you back and go over all the other ones for the people who haven't bought your book yet. Let's share a little bit about what it was like when you wrote your musicals and they were went to New York. What an amazing experience for a first-time writer. It, uh, have to, it has to be uh, uh, good luck, karma, all those uh-huh. kinds of things. Because the uh, guy who was cast as the star in Answer the Call uh-huh. turned out to be my musical director in New York. Oh, here. okay. A uh, okay. very, very talented guy, wonderful person, and uh, he just loved my music and liked the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the contact that he had in New York is a um, senior executive at one of the major production houses, mm-hmm. uh, venues, and um, as a sidelight, if you will, he runs developmental theater and um, has been using my uh, plays as uh, the product to present through his uh, nonprofit. Oh, Just now a, I, a coincidence. Yes, I, I read Sophia today, and it's it's a beautifully written, delightful, clever play. Could you give my listeners a brief synopsis of what they would see when they watch Sophia on stage? Uh, Sophia is uh, cast as a beautiful woman. She's an MBA, uh, late 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. uh, marketing vice president for a large company. Mm-hmm. And um, she starts to play telling her girlfriend, a much less attractive married gal who was her college roommate, mm-hmm. about her recent encounter the weekend before, who is uh, with a man who approached her at the Christmas party at the friend's husband's place of work. Um, They've been dating and having a great time and whatever, and they spend the weekend together, and uh, she's sharing how wonderful this was, and Sophia thinks this is the right guy, this is really going to go somewhere. Uh Her girlfriend, Heather, explains that this guy is dating everybody in the uh, (laughs) secretarial pool, and he's engaged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she says, My God, it's happened again. 
and Again. she sings a song. What what's wrong with me? What mm-hmm. why is it this always seems to happen? I get a relationship, I think it's going somewhere, and the guy's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, girlfriend Heather refers her to Jay Kelly, who was on a radio show describing his recent book, The Beautiful mm-hmm. Woman Syndrome and the Invisible Man. And um, Sophia follows through and has uh, her sequential uh, visits, finds that she can categorize uh, using flashcards the 11 different kinds of hitmen, <laughs> okay. learns about them, and then goes on to um, an event where she's the hostess for marketing for her company, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and she sees one of the executives of the company standing in the background. And she goes over to him, that's George, mm-hmm. uh, and he's um, the opposite of a hitman. Oh, okay. He, he really would likes her, he really would like to have some encounter, but mm-hmm. he knows nothing's going to come of it. He's not that kind of guy. And he yeah. And um, she suggests that maybe they could have coffee, which is terribly surprising to him. Uh-huh. Why do you want to have coffee with me? <laughs> and she says, because you were really bored. <laughs> As compared to a hit line used by yeah. one of the hit men, yeah. I'm bored, why don't we go get a glass of wine at the bar and talk? And, and that proceeds, and also, you have a wonderful part written for her best friend, Heather, because she's kind of like the uh, little nemesis and kind of uh, tr- turning the screws on the situation, isn't she? And how? Yeah. And she, she explains to Sophia, when Sophia says, I don't get it, you know, you've got a good guy, where's mine? Yeah. And Heather says, you know... I had to develop a skill set. Guys weren't going to call me like they called you. Ah. <laughs> and so I found ways to make myself attractive where I wasn't the physically beautiful woman that you are. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need that skill set. Go talk to Jay Kelly. Okay. And, and you know, to do that. we just have a short time left, but the, the, Things work out, as they always do in wonderful musicals, but it's a fascinating premise. And this book is a wonderful book for anyone out there who is listening and you have a daughter, a granddaughter, you have a friend, beautiful women who can't find Mr. Right. This book is such an eye-opener, and some of the pickup lines that are in this book are amazing. It's you're right, uh, Michael. It's like almost opening the the book for the enemy. You kind of don't want them to see this, do you? <laughs> it's you're you're right. That's uh, what we discussed earlier. A yeah. number of friends of mine, uh, men, married, well into their uh, later years, read the book, and mm-hmm. almost without exception, their comment is, "I know that guy. I know that guy." <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, any woman who's ever done any amount of dating, you will recognize so many people in this book, and you'll also recognize how sometimes girls are a little naive and they're not aware of what's going on. This is a wonderful book, and you know, I really do, I'm serious about having you back on the show because we still have 11 other hitmen to talk about, okay, Michael? It will be a great pleasure for me. Okay, we'll look forward to that for sure. To my wonderful listeners, we hope you've enjoyed our show today. Hasn't this been fun and fascinating? My upcoming guests will all amaze, amuse, and astonish you just like Michael. This is the show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful. I'd love to welcome you to our wonderful No Whining World. When you can, sign on to my website, JanuaryJones.com, with your name and email. We really love sharing our stories, our struggles, and our secrets. Now, the operative word today is secrets for success for women. Remember my mantra, 
If you think it, then you can do it. So for now, dear friends, stop with the whining and then start smiling and then start sharing our show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, then have some wine, cheese, crackers, and start eating some chocolate. Lots and lots of chocolate. Again, thank you to my guest today, Michael Anton. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe as we close with music by Sorantos. Hi, Sorantos here with January. Check out my new smooth R&B song called Back and Forth. 33% of profits for this song are going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Lately, I hear the melodies of sorrow As the story unfolds As the darkness draws near My heart starts feeling sorrow And it cries out in fear The night surrounds me I hope you enjoyed my melody. Check out my other songs for free on my website at www.melogia.com. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends. We hope that our guest stories will encourage you to explore an equation in your future that will combine your creativity, plus connecting with others will enable you to be successful too. Always remember, your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you explore the wonderful world of January Jones. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.